This is episode 281 of the Beyond the Food show. And today we're going to talk about taught work part two. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Going Beyond the Food show. I'm Stephanie Dodier, clinical nutritionist and certified intuitive eating counselor, creator of the Going to Beyond the Food method. And after a 25 year dieting career that started at the age of 12, I decided to say hell no to diet culture and hell yes to living my life to the fullest in my now body. And I made it my mission to help smart, successful women like you live confidently, unconditionally, right now. Ready, sister? Let's do this. Hey, if you're new to the Going Beyond the Food show, our podcast roadmap has been designed with you in mind. With over 250 episodes available to listen, it can feel overwhelming to know which episode to prioritize for you. The podcast guide answers the top five questions women have when they enter our world of going beyond the food to unlearn diet culture. To get your free copy of our podcast roadmap guide, head over to stephaniedoziate.com forward slash roadmap or use the hyperlink in the show notes. I'll see you on the other side. Welcome back, my sisters. This is part two, the final episode of a two-part series on thought work. So if you haven't listened to part one, and especially if you're new to thought work, highly recommend you go back to 280 and listen to part one. I'm going to start this episode with a story. It's actually something that really happened just over the weekend. Like as I'm recording this on Tuesday, it happened on Sunday. So from time to time, I do an open Q&A on Instagram. So if you're an IG person, you know, in the story, I put a Q&A box and I ask people to ask me any questions. Like fair game, everything is open and I have to answer all of them. It's fun. And this weekend, the Q&A got really personal and somebody asked me, how do you deal with people commenting on your body? Such a great question. So my answer to this question is a perfect example of thought work and how thought work can impact one's life. You see, I used to care a lot about what people thought or said about my body. In fact, I care so much that I spent a substantial amount of my resources, mainly time, money, and mental space, managing this aspect of my life. The way in which I managed this potential situation where people would think or say something about my body was dieting or being a good repentant fat person by trying really, really hard to shrink my body. One of the two has been my life or was my life for 25 years. What I wanted truly was not to be on the diet. Like there's no women out there who wakes up one day and say, yes, I'm going to be on a diet today. I'm going to hate my body and I'm going to have a shitloads of mean girl's voice in my head. None of us do that. Or at least if you do, please come and see me and tell me that there's an exception to this rule. I've never met you, but maybe you exist. But vast majority of us, I'm pretty safe to say, don't want to do that. What we want is something else. We are chasing a feeling of safety, a feeling of confidence, right? And in this example, what I wanted was to avoid 
other people's words, other people's thoughts, other people's opinion about me and my body. So when someone would actually say something out loud about my body, it was like, oh my God, she knows what's really going on. I felt like being seen in the most secret part of my soul. And that would send me down in a spiral of shame like nothing else could. That was before thought work. So let's go back to the question of the Instagram follower. Here's the answer I gave this follower. I don't deal with people's thoughts or what people think or say about my body. I stopped caring more about what other people thought about me or my body and decided to spend more time caring about what I thought of myself and my body. Now, that concept never occurred to me before taught work. Taught work showed me that each human is responsible for their own mind. Therefore, I can't control other people's thoughts, words, or action. I can only control my own thoughts, words, or action. With thought work, I rebuilt my own opinion of myself and my body. I have totally different thoughts words or ways to speak about me or my body today than before thought work. And as a result of this, I stopped dieting. I know that other people's words are a reflection of what is going on in their own mind. People who comment on other people's body struggle with their own body image. They have thoughts worries about their own body. So when they see bodies that looks like them or believe that they look like them, it's a trigger. They are only vocalizing what is going on silently in their own mind. So today, I have compassion for people who comment on my body or think things about my body. As a result of this thought work, and this new opinion that I have of myself and my body, I don't comment on other people's body. And people don't comment on my own body. I walk into a room and people can feel my confidence in myself and my body. Most often, in fact, people are attracted to me because of my confidence. It's like witchcrafting. <laughs> Seriously. Thought work is very similar to belief in the spiritual world that's called manifesting. So my all my spiritual sister will know exactly what I mean. If you're not spiritual and you don't hang out with woo-woo people, think the movie or the book, The Secret, right? So there's a belief that we attract what we are. Well, thought work is the evidence-based version of manifestation, now, there's a formula called self-coaching, and we have to write down our thoughts and go through a model and all of that. Like, it's not just about having mantra and positive thinking, right? That's the difference is the process between manifesting and thought work that is different. In fact, I spent years in spiritual circle, like very deep in it. Um, that's a story for another day. <laughs> But I was never able or capable of changing my thought using manifestation or positive thinking or mantra. It's only when I was introduced 
to thought work that the change in my thoughts happened. It was the most powerful experience. It gave me a structure, right? I'm a very, some people say left brain, right? I needed a structure that's grounded in science and it worked very effectively for me. In part one of this podcast, I talked about the formula or the process for thought work. So I'm not going to repeat that here. Also in part one, I uh, told you that I would share something with you here that I would explain for you how we can be at war with ourselves, knowing that we don't want to go back on a diet because it doesn't work. But at the same time, we refuse to accept our body. Like, you know, this space of duality. Here's how I'm going to explain this space of duality for you. I'm going to introduce you to a concept of coaching concept that I've created after years of doing this, like teaching women how to end years of dieting. And it's called diet brain. That's a coaching concept that I coined myself because I kept seeing the same thing happening. Patients after patients, clients after clients, like wherever I went and did this work, it was the same thing. I kept seeing the same error in thinking present in me and all these women. Diet brain is the way in which our brain adapts to diet culture to the deprivation of dieting, to the self-loading and the self-critical thought. You see, human brain are magnificent, powerful organ. They control, like our brain controls everything that happens in our body. But it's also highly adaptative. There's this concept in uh, neuroscience called neuroplasticity that explain how our brain are highly adaptive and are able to change all along our life, right? In order to survive. Well, women's brain going through diet culture, dieting adapts. And to adapt, what I have observed is that this, this pattern of adaptation comes through the four most common error in thinking that I'm going to share with you here. So these four thought errors are what makes up thy brain. Number one is perfectionism, right? Is that space where we all get stuck that we have to do everything perfectly. Otherwise, might as well not do it, Right. And it's, it's the thought error that allows us to stay in dieting, even though we know it doesn't work, right? Because we believe that we are the problem, not the diet, and we just got to try harder. And that expends for the rest of our life. By the way, those four thought error starts with dieting and because it never works and we always have to try to be good enough, they propagate just like plants to the rest of our life, to our relationship, to our career, to everything. We become these four thought errors in the vast majority of our life. So number one was perfectionism. Number two was, or is, all or nothing, black or white thinking, good or bad thinking, dichotomy. Just tell me what's good, what's bad, and I'm going to do what's good. If I'm on the diet, I'm on the diet. 
Or if I'm off the diet, I'm off the diet and I bitch on all the food that I've been restricted. Again, a pattern acquired from dieting. For most of us, when we leave diet culture, (laughs) being in that gray zone is extremely challenging because our brain is not wired to not be in the all or nothing. Third thought error, people pleasing, right? And, And this is another reason why we stay in dieting is because we are chasing the thin ideal because we need external validation, right? We've been told all our life that we must please other. And then society has responded back to say, well, if you want to satisfy me and please me, you need to be thin. So go chase the thin ideal. And then the last thought error is mental filtering. This is when we literally put glasses on every morning and we say, It's my body's fault. Everything that goes on in my life is because of the size of my body. It's because my body is not thin enough or because my body is not beautiful enough. We're constantly comparing ourselves and seeing everything that is bad through our body. And if we fix our body, then everything will be perfect. Does that sound familiar? (laughs) Diet brain is what's driving the duality of knowing that Diets are not working, but you can't stop dieting or you can't stop hating your body. These four thought errors is what creates that space of suffering that most of us are stuck into. And we keep thinking, if I can only lose the weight or eat perfectly, then I'll be okay. Changing these thought error. That's what thought work does. It gives you a step-by-step process to change this error in thinking so you can end the duality, undiet your life, and move on to create what you want in your life. Now, heads up here. We will be premiering a workshop called Undiet Diet Brain inside of our program, Conquer and Thrive, as of April 9th, 2021. In that workshop, I'll teach you how to apply thought work and self-coaching to your non-diet journey and how you can ditch diet mindset with this process. So I'm going to teach how to understand how diet culture impacted the way we think, the four mindfuck of diet brain, how to use thought work to make peace with food, and how to use thought work to make peace with your body. Now, if you're listening to this at a latter date, don't, that's okay. This workshop will be recorded on April the 9th and will be part of our program curriculum as you join any of our program moving forward. So you get access. As soon as you join us, you get this workshop. If you want to attend live, you got to join us before April the 9th. Now, carry on with the podcast. I want to be clear and state that none of these thought error are caused by you. You then wake up one day and decide to be perfectionist, all or nothing, mental filtering, or people pleasing. It's not you. You've not consciously decided to have a twisted way of thinking to fit diet culture. It's not your fault. Most and many of us women have been indoctrinated in these thought error in order 
to perform what I call the good girl syndrome. I had an entire podcast episode on that, but basically the good girl syndrome is how us young women, young girls are indoctrinated and socialized in a way of thinking that makes them the perfect candidate for that culture, the beauty industry, and the weight loss industry. This is the same way that young boys are indoctrinated unconsciously in toxic masculinity. And toxic masculinity, this way of wiring and indoctrinating and socializing young boys into this way of thinking makes them the perfect target, for example, for the gaming industry, right? Because toxic masculinity says that men should engage in violence and enjoy violence, a perfect target for gaming. Let's come back to women, because that's what this podcast is about here. So it's not your fault. Like there's an entire system of belief behind this way of thinking that you have acquired, right? The good girl syndrome. This is why diet culture is so strong and powerful because it rewires, it has an entire system ready there, rewiring all of our brain so that we're effectively led to have these beliefs and to be the perfect target for weight loss and and now the wellness industry. Now, the cool thing is that by becoming aware that there is such a thing, that there these beliefs are not the only way to live your life, that there is other ways of engaging with our body, with food, with our beauty as women, And we can change now. We have the solution, right? Thought works or self-coaching. We can change the way we think so we can then dismantle within us the concept of the good girls and diet culture and perfectionism or all or nothing. This can all be undone. Not doing thought work is actually what's keeping us in diet culture, in dieting and obsessing with food and body. Because what it does is it makes us obsess about our weight, right? But the truth is, we know that biologically, scientifically, we can't control our body. We can't control our weight. What we can control is our thoughts. So if you want to change how you feel about your body, example, If you want to feel confident in your now body, what you have to do is start paying attention to what you believe to be true about your body. What have you been thought to think about your body that leads you to feel the way you feel? What most people tend to do is to change the circumstance, change their body, change their pant size, argue with their mom about their opinion about their body and hope to feel better. That's a backward approach because it ignores what's going on inside of our mind. What's going on inside of our mind is what determines how we feel, how we react, how we do things. That's that backward approach is the approach of diet culture, of dieting, right? 
making us do things, action to change our body, but never changing the way we think. The key here is understanding why we react the way we do, investigating our thoughts and seeing how they create our reality. That's the first step in thought work. Then we can decide how we want to feel and act. That's intentional thinking. That's when we take control of our thoughts and say, yay, dude, I don't want to think this way no more. (laughs) This is where I'm going. And now we apply the concept of intentional thinking. There's one prerequisite to thought work. There's one thing you need to come to the table with in order for thought work to work is that you are responsible for your life. No one else. You got to grab that responsibility back and show up to the table and say, okay, teach me how to do taught work. I know I own my own life. If you're not in that space yet, that's the work you need to do. Like I'm responsible for my life. I can control my life. Then come to the table and say, okay, let's learn taught work. Now, this is why also thought work is so powerful because we realize that in the same way we create our pain and suffering, because we took responsibility for that, we can also create joy, abundance, confidence, peace, fun, whatever you want, because you created the pain and suffering you can create anything else. In the context of what we do here in in our little world of beyond the food and undieting our life, when we work with our clients, we start with food and body because these are the most pressing issue for our women. So we start teaching thought work and then we right away apply it to food and body. We use that process of thought work to do food and body. But then the methodology is learned, the process is learned. People are actively doing their thought work. Guess what? They can apply it to the rest of their life. Because it's the same process. Anything you want to create, you want to become an intuitive eater, change the way you think, and you're going to become an intuitive eater. Want to make more money? Change the way you think, you're going to make more money right? This is how I created what I have in my life, right? All the magnificent things that I have that truly make me happy in the last 10 years have been because of thought work, right? 25 years of dieting ended because of thought work. Becoming an intuitive eater, thought work. Being neutral in my body at the weight that I am, thought work. Professionally, Recently, in the last two and a half year, I created this powerful program for health professional called Non-Diet Mentorship Program. This program is incredible and lean result like nothing else in the industry. In fact, we're the only program in that zone in our industry. That's because of thought work. Because just, I don't know, five or six years ago, I never thought, me, that I could teach other professional. My thought was, who are you to teach this to other professional? 
thought work brought me to a place where I felt confident to pass on what I'm teaching you to other professional. Last year, here's another example of thought work. Last year, so for those listening that later, we're talking 2020, the year of COVID. Well, guess what? I increased my business by 106% in the midst of a pandemic. 100% due to thought work. Well, let's talk about the pandemic some more. I live alone. I'm single. I'm alone. Living alone in the midst of a pandemic that as of right now, I've been lasting for 13 months and not going bunker, 100% thought work. Like thought work would have not been there. I would have gone crazy. Here's another one. Being a health expert in a fat body. Eight, nine years ago, that was the worst fear in my life. Today, I am a health expert in a fat body, and I'm totally at peace with that. Why? Thought work. In the same Q&A that I opened the show with, one of the followers asked me what she should be doing in the beginning stages of realizing there's such a thing as diet culture. Maybe you're listening you know who you are. My answer, thought work. As women born and raised in a system of belief named diet culture, thought work is the solution for you to learn what you need to do to get out of diet culture. Thought work is the path to undiet your life. Noticing all the self-critical thoughts, noticing all the craziness you have in your mind about food is the path to become an intuitive eater. You, my listener, if you're ready to learn thought work, take back your mind from diet culture, join us, come practice with us. Until next time, my sister, I love you and I'll see you on the next episode. Hey you, if you enjoy listening to this show, you have to come and check Conquer and Tribe. It's my monthly coaching program that comes with expert courses that will show you exactly how to take this life-changing work and apply it into your own life. We teach you how to change your mindset, eat intuitively, and master body confidence. That you've decided to stop dieting today or years ago, Conquer and Tribe will help you take this knowledge deeper into real-life practices. It comes with access to me as your coach and my team of experts. Join us by simply going to www.stephaniedodzie.com forward slash join. I can't wait to meet you inside our Conquer and Thrive community. I'll see you on the other side.